Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. This is your host, Prophetess Kathy L. McKenzie. Today is Thursday, and this is 1 p.m., and the show today is Kingdom Women Living for the King. Um, this is the title of the show, but we realize that uh, from time to time we may have uh, some men who are listening to the blog talk at, at, at this time, um, and this show is just um, to encourage and empower you with the Word of God, to be kingdom-minded wherever you go today, wherever the Spirit of God leads you to, um, today. If you're at work, be kingdom-minded for the King. Um, if you're going shopping today, be kingdom-minded for the King. If you're just home, um, relaxing, whatever it may be that you're doing today, we just want to encourage you to be kingdom-minded, that you can live every day for the King, bringing glory and honor um, to Him and lifting Him up and and giving glory uh, to his name and giving praise to his name. Uh, we thank you for tuning in to us. This is our first show, Kingdom Women Living for the King, for today, 2013. Um, can't believe that it's already 2013. Um, but 13 years have passed since we uh, first heard about the millennium. And I remember when uh, they were talking about it on the news, and it was like a little disturbance because they were trying to figure out if something was going to happen to the system. Uh, this world system and the computer system um, so and technology in general. But praise God, it's 13 years later and we are already uh, started a new year already. This is the third day of January. And so we just encourage you with the word of God and pray that you're strengthened this year and that this is your uh, due season and your set time. And so, therefore, we are getting ready to get paid. God is paying us back uh, for all our faithfulness unto him. And I will stand on the word of God and our fasting and our prayer and acknowledging him, being faithful to him, holding on to the word of God, embracing the word of God. God is paying us back. Your labor has not been in vain. Um, by way of announcement, we just want to let you know, uh, some of you may know about our end-of-the-month prayer that we do um, at the end of the month, uh, this month, January 28th, the 29th, and the 30th. That's a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. We have our end-of-the-month network conference line. Um, tell someone about the prayer line that we have so they can join us also and be a part of what God is saying and doing and be a part of the awesome prayer that God always gives us at the end of the month. The prayer uh, phone number for that, the conference line number, is 712 area code 432-3900 and the code is 287-381-POUND and um, so we just want to encourage you if you also like to go back to the uh, our website which is ejmpcc.com you can listen and pray along with us for the month of November and December. Go to the website and you can get that information and be encouraged all over again as you continue to pray along with us and believe God with us as we stand on the word of God. Um, the next time you hear us on the Law Talk Radio will be on Saturday. You will be with Dr. McKenzie, the master key, releasing the supernatural. This is uh, has been designed for the prophetic and intercessory uh, prayer. Um, so um, guests call in, 
you desire prayer, uh, you want uh, to for God to uh, speak um, to you through the man of God as you call in uh, with a prayer request, then God will begin to articulate his heart and his mind uh, through the man of God or those who he delegate to uh, uh, pray for you, um, then you can do that. That show begins at 12 noon to um, 1 p.m. Uh, if we have a, a, a many people that's calling in for prayer, then we will extend it past 1 p.m. Um, those of you who desire to call in with a question, the phone number is Erico 347-237-5493. All right, then. Well, we're going to get ready to get started to hear the heart and the mind of God that God wants to encourage us with on today. And I want to begin with um, the 18th chapter of the book of Luke, Luke 18th chapter and verse 1 through 8. And many of us familiar with this passage of scripture concerning a persistent widow. Um, one thing, few things I want to just point out concerning her. We, uh, this is a widow, uh, so which means that she was married. Uh, her husband had died at this time. And so, therefore, she was persistent in her pursuit when she went to the unjust judge. So I just want to read uh, passages uh, 1 through 8. And if you look at verse 1, and I'm going to be reading this from the uh, NIV uh, Bible. I'm sorry, the New King James Bible. Uh, verse 1 says, Then he spake a parable to them that men ought always to pray and not lose heart. Men are always to do what? Pray and not lose heart. Isn't it interesting that God would start off uh, with this scripture that we are always to pray and not lose heart? And then the scripture goes on into talking about being persistent, uh, giving us, a, a, telling us how the persistent, the widow was persistent in her uh, pursuit of going to the unjust judge and how he uh, rewarded her what she wanted, what she asked of him because she was persistent when she went to him. But the scripture the first scripture we are encouraged with is men are always to pray and not lose heart. In other words, men are to be persistent. Just like the widow was persistent, men, women, we are to be uh, saints of the Most High God. We are to be persistent and not lose heart. We're always to pray and not lose heart. Prayer is something, uh, prayer is our communication. We know what prayer is, simple definition. But prayer is our communication uh, unto the Most High God. In other words, I recognize there is a God, and so therefore, he is my Lord and Savior. I've received him in my life, in my heart, and so therefore, I commune with him. I pray to him. I, I uh, talk to him every day. Every, there is not one day that, that goes by that I'm not communing with my Heavenly Father. I'm not praying to my Heavenly Father. So it says, men, this is a parable, men are always to pray and not lose heart. And if you look at that uh, particular passage uh, in the Amplified Version, it breaks it down and talks uh, and shares with us that men are always to be uh, to pray and not uh, turn coward, uh, quit, lose heart, or faint. In other words, be persistent, just like the widow was persistent, because we know this is our due season, this is our set time. We've been uh, hearing it. God has been encouraging us with the word of God. But God said here that we are to pray and not turn coward. In other words, don't uh, get afraid. Don't don't quit. Uh, don't faint. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. And then he goes on with the other parable concerning uh, the persistent widow. And so looking at that in verse 2, he says, he said in a certain city there was a judge who neither reverenced and feared God 
nor respected or considered man. And and I think this particular passage of scripture is very uh, encouraging for us today because even though this is kingdom women living for the king, but we have some men, kingdom men of God, who are living for the king as well. And so we want to encourage you and empower you with the word of God as well, that we can learn so much from the persistent widow. First of all, the scripture lets us know in the verse chapter there, in the first verse there, that men are always to pray and not and not uh, faint, uh, not quit, not lose heart. So be persistent in your prayer. Uh, and, and maybe there are some who are listening. You uh, were persistent in your prayer um, all 2012, and now God has brought us in 2013. And we've been hearing um, this is our due season. We've been hearing uh, God is getting ready to pay you back. We've been hearing the doors are open. God has been encouraging us with that. And so maybe you're one of the ones that was praying, uh, and you were persistent in your prayer um, all last um, last year and maybe 2011 and 2010 you were persistent in your prayer you didn't quit you didn't uh, turn coward you didn't lose heart you didn't give up because why you recognize God God is greater God is my uh, victory he's given me victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, we know that we are more than a conqueror so we've been standing on the word of God we've, we've, we've not tur- uh, quit we've We've not given up. Um, we're still holding on to the word of the Lord God. And maybe there's somebody that's listening, uh, your parent, and maybe you've been praying and, and been persistent in your prayer uh, concerning your children. Uh, maybe you have a child that's in a backslidden state, uh, and you've been embracing the word of God. And so God is getting ready. God has already uh, released and opened up the doors that you will be paid concerning your seeing the salvation of your child coming to the Lord, coming to Christ Jesus and acknowledging him as Lord and Savior. And so, therefore, it may be somebody who's listening that you're a spouse and you're listening and you've been praying, believing God, standing uh, firm on the word of God concerning your spouse. And you've been standing and knowing, just trusting God that God has already turned the situation around concerning your spouse. Your spouse will be in the house of the Lord. Your spouse will acknowledge God as their Lord and Savior. Your spouse will come back to the Lord and acknowledge him. Your spouse will be the uh, woman of God that God has called her to be. Your your husband will be the man of God, the husband, the father that God has called, appointed, and anointed him to be. But God God is looking for your persistency in prayer. God is looking for you and I to stand on the word of God and to be persistent as we embrace the word of God, as we hold fast to the confession of our faith. Nothing wavering because why? We know that God is faithful because he has promised. And God also gave us a word uh, in November, and God said household salvation. So we thank God. We praise him. God has already released that word. So we thank God for household salvation. We thank God for saving our children. We thank God for saving our extended family. We thank God for saving our husbands and saving our wives. Uh, we thank God for saving our family members, our cousins, our grandmothers, grandfathers, uh, whoever it may be. God said household salvation. Can you imagine by the end of this year? It's going to be so many powerful testimonies uh, uh, holding on to the word of the Lord. God said, you know what? God said, uh, watch night service. Uh, God uh, opened up the doors, and God allowed us to go through the doors, and we came back through the doors with our stuff. And, and I just saw myself, uh, you know, coming back through the doors, and my husband was with me, and my children were with me. Uh, in 2012, they they were scattered. Uh, uh, they wasn't with me. There was no unity. There was no peace. Uh, but I embraced the word of God. I held on to the word of the Lord God. 
I was persistent and I believed the word of God that I had a payday. And so therefore, I believed God and I stood on his word. And then at the end of the year, you're going to have this powerful testimony of, of what God has done. Can you imagine it? It's going to be so powerful this coming watch night service 2013 uh, of all the testimonies uh, of what God has done. January God manifested. February God manifested. March God manifested. Uh, April God manifested. Uh, June, uh, uh, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, God manifested. Each month God is going to manifest and show himself uh, strong to somebody because why? We believe God. And so, therefore, we held on to the word of the Lord God, and God manifested. God manifested the salvation concerning our families. God manifested his word concerning our spouse. God manifested his word concerning our finances. God manifested his word concerning our children. Whatever it may be, you were persistent, and you held on to the word of God. And listen here, it says here in verse 2 in the Amplified Version, it says, He said in a certain city there was a judge who neither reverenced and feared God nor respected or considered man. He didn't have any fear of God. He didn't consider man. He, he, you know, he was a heathen. He was an unbeliever. He did not fear God. He did not reverence God. God was not his Lord. And then it says in verse 3, and there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him. She kept going to somebody who was not a believer. Now, see, to me, this is the miraculous power of God. And see, and it shows also that our God is awesome. It shows that our God is a warrior. It shows that our God is victorious. And it shows that there is no one that can stand against our God and prevail. It shows that this woman, this widow had faith. She didn't have faith in him. She had faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and that's what God is speaking to us today, that we are to have faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. She only went because she believed. Uh, she only went because she knew something could be done concerning her situation. And so in verse 3, it says, And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him. She kept going to the one who was not a believer, who did not reverence God. And she said, Protect and defend and give me justice against my adversary. In other words, I've been done wrong, so I want you to defend and give me justice. Now, can God defend you and I? Can God give you and I justice if we are persistent in our faith in him? Can God give us an avengers of our adversary? Can God give us the victory that we want to see manifested concerning our household salvation? Can God do it? Yes, he can. But God is looking for you and I to be persistent and to embrace the word of God and to hold on to the word of God. So uh, uh, as I continue to read this, I want to be able to come back and I want to point out a few things that I see concerning the persistent widow. And verse 4 it says, and for a time he would not. In other words, there was a period, you know, she kept coming, the persistent widow, she kept going to the judge, going to the unbeliever, she kept going to him, and it says here, for a time he would not. He never gave her the time of day. That's what the message Bible say. But after this went after this went on and on, he said to himself, I care nothing but what God thinks. This is what the judge said, the unbeliever. He said, I care nothing what God thinks. Even less what people think. But because this widow won't quit badgering me, in other words, she won't quit coming to me, he says, the scripture says here, I better do something and see that she gets justice. Otherwise, I'm going to end up 
beaten black and blue by her pounding because she keeps coming to me. She keeps coming and asking to, for me to avenge her of her adversary. She keeps coming and asking me to give her justice. Uh, Amplified version says, and for a time he would not. But later he said to himself, though I have neither reverence or fear for God, neither respect or consideration for man, yet because this widow continues to bother me, she continues to pray. She, In other words, uh, uh, put yourself in that situation and your situation, whatever your situation may be, uh, concerning your spouse, your children, your finances, your job, uh, your family members, whatever it may be, put yourself in this situation where you are constantly uh speaking and decreeing and declaring the word of God. You're constantly going to God every day. You're seeking the heart and the mind of God concerning this situation. So it says, because she keep bothering me, I will defend. Now notice what it says, because she's persistent, because she keep bothering me, in other words, I will defend and protect and avenge her. I'm going to defend her, I'm going to protect her, and I'm going to avenge her. Least she give up intolerable annoyance and wear me out by her continual coming or at the last, she come and rail on me, or assault me, or strangle me. In other words, she's going to cause me to be, like it says in the message, by the black and blue. She's going to keep on coming and coming and coming and coming. She's not going to quit. Do you have that kind of persistent faith? Ask yourself, are you been, have you been persistent like that concerning uh, the salvation of your spouse? Have you been persistent like that concerning the salvation of of your of your of your children have you been persistent like that concerning the salvation uh, of concerning your extended families? Have you been persistent like that concerning the salvation or you want to see salvation on your job? Maybe somebody, we have an employee who's listening right now or will listen later on and you've been standing on the word of God when it comes to the salvation of your of your employer. Uh, maybe you've been done wrong and so therefore you're praying for their salvation that God will change them before you leave that job and you've been persistent and you've been standing on the word of God and you've been speaking the word of God, releasing the word of God, decreeing and declaring and speaking uh, that every day, you're speaking it out in the atmosphere that there will be a payday for me. There will be change in this job, in this company. God is going to save this person. God is going to save Miss so-and-so. God is going to save Mr. so-and-so and bring salvation to them. And I'm going I'm to give God praise because I know my God can do it. Have you been persistent like that? What about you as parents being persistent for the salvation uh, concerning your children? Have you been persistent? See, God wants to pay you. God wants to give you that payday and cause you to walk in the blessings of the Lord God that he has for you. But all of us know that we all have a season and a time where we're tested by God. God allows it because God wants to see if we, can, if we will continue to stand on the word of God and have persistent faith. Have you been persistent like that when it comes to salvation for your children? I know sometimes we look at what they say and we look at what they do. Uh, we have three girls, and, and our oldest is 24. We have our middle daughter who is 18, and we have our youngest who is 15. And so they all have uh, different temperaments. They all have they all uh, unique and different in the way that God created them to be. But we still stand on the word of God concerning uh, who they are in Christ. We're not looking at what what is said to. Uh, 
from them. We're not looking at uh, what God, uh, 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 what the enemy may do from time to time uh, uh, in their life, but we are looking at what God has said. We know that they have a destiny. We know that they have purpose. We know that God brought them for such a time as this and in this earth realm because God has destiny and purpose for their lives, uh, just like God has destiny and purpose for the lives of your children. So as you stand on the word of God, embrace the word of God. See what God has said concerning them. And that's what you look at. And, and, and concerning this widow, see yourself as this widow, as this woman of God, as this man of God, that you are standing on the word of God. Maybe there's a husband that's listening, and you're standing on the word of God when it comes to uh, when it com- uh, comes to your wife. Uh, maybe there's a wife that's listening. You're standing on the word of God when it comes to your husband. Uh, wh- whoever it may be, you and I must be persistent in our faith. We must hold on to the word of God. Um, I'm reminded of the scripture um, that says uh, in the book of uh, uh, Mark, that I believe it's the 11th chapter, have faith in God, have faith in God. In other words, uh, Amplified Version says have the God kind of faith. Uh, in other words, don't look at your situation, but have faith in God. So as this widow, as this woman of God in our story today in this parable, See yourself that you have faith in God. You're not looking at the person, but you have faith in God, and you're standing on what God has said. And then in verse 8 it says, I tell you, in verse 8 it says, I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. He's going to do it how? Speedily. Now, I know some of us think speedily means, uh, you know, yesterday, that God did it yesterday. I'm believing, but God did it yesterday. Well, speedily uh, may mean that you have to wait five months. You may have to wait a year. You may have to wait because what? God is doing something in you, and God is doing something in that person, and God is working out the situation for his good, not for your good, but for his good. God, the, uh, I remember when we were little, and we used to watch this show called The Father Knows Best. In other words, my Father God knows what is best for me. My Father God knows uh, uh, what I need, when I need it at the right time, and he knows as I'm, if I'm ready for it. So God allows me to mature and grow in him and in my relationship. And so, and then God brings me to, uh, causes me to become what he's called, what he's spoken over my life. And so he says here, he will avenge them immediately. So this is, we're in the speedily now. <laughs> we're in the immediate now. God has already spoken it, and so we believe it, and we stand on the word of God. It says, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence and faith on the earth? In other words, in your life, as a man of God, as a woman of God, as a wife, as a husband, as a mother, as a father, as an employee, employer, will God find persistence in faith on the earth uh, in your life. Uh, the Message Bible says, but how much of that kind of persistent faith will the Son of Man find on the earth uh, when he returns? In other words, God is looking for persistence from you and I. He wants you and I to have persistent faith, just like the parable concerning the, the widow here. God wants you and I to have persistent faith, that we stand uh, 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 not moved by what is happening, not moved by what someone says, not moved because the situation changed, and maybe it's not going the way I think it should go, but we're standing on the word of God. So the widow to, to, uh, today in our parable, she revealed that she was a woman of faith. 
She revealed that she had something in mind when she went to the judge. She didn't go empty without a thought, without a, a, a picture of the judge avenging her. And that's why she was persistent, because she knew something could be done. And the only person that could do it was this judge. So the only person that can bring deliverance in your life, a, a man of God and woman of God, is God. God is the judge of all judges. And so God is the one that can change the situation. And so maybe God will allow you and I uh, to be put in that situation that it seems like uh, we have to keep on praying. We have to keep on pounding. We got to keep on having faith. We have to keep on praying, praying to God. We got to keep on praising him. We got to keep on worshiping him. And I may have to do that. You may have to do that for six months. You may have to do that for a year. We don't know how long. The scripture doesn't tell us here. Probably if we did the research on it, maybe we will uh, find out how long this widow kept going to the uh, judge. But it doesn't say here how long she kept going to the judge. And that's not um, our business. We don't want to. We don't want to try to get in the semantics of everything and say, okay, well, I wonder how long uh, uh, she's going to have to go. Uh, does that mean that I got to go the same amount of time? It doesn't matter. What matters is God is looking for you and I to have persistent faith in Him because we know that He. He's God, and, uh, and there is no God besides our Lord. There is no one that is greater than our God. And so only God can change the situation. And so she be, uh, reveals that she's a woman of faith. Uh, does your situation reveal that you are a woman of faith? Does your situation reveal that you are a man of faith? Does your situation reveal that you are a parent of faith? Does your situation reveal that you are a spouse of faith? You keep praying to God because you know God will turn the situation around. And faith says, I have it already. So, so I keep going to God and praying to God and believing God and standing on the word because I know that God has already done it. He's already turned, turned the situation around in your favor just for you. Um, this situation also reveals that she was a woman who had courage. She went to the unjust judge because she was a woman of courage. And so having courage, knowing that the judge could turn her situation around. So you and I, uh, does your situation dictate that you are a, a person of courage? What you do reveals either you have faith or you don't have faith. What you say reveals either you have faith or you don't have faith. Uh, what you do reveals that you are a person of courage. It reveals that you have courage. So what is your situation dictating concerning you? And courage means that it, that it means that you are a person who has mental or moral strength to persevere. And that's what the parable dictates concerning the persistent widow. She had mental and moral strength to persevere. And it says to persevere without danger, without fear, or without difficulties. In other words, she went to the unjust judge and she stood up for her rights. In other words, I know that something can be done about this situation, and so uh, uh, she didn't look for mama to go with her, brother to go with her, daddy to go with her, grandma to go with her. 
she went on her own. It doesn't say that she had uh, her family with her. You know, sometimes it seemed like, you know, uh, back in the day when we were younger, before we knew the Lord, uh, when we was a fighter uh, in school, sometimes we felt like we could fight better if I got, you know, a team with me, my family with me, you know, my posse, <laughs> you know, my my uh, uh, my girlfriend with me. Uh, and I can fight better, you know, you, you, you know, we feel like we can do it, you know. But she, it, it says that she went on her own. We know what the scripture says, that uh, one can put a thousand, two can put a ten thousand, uh, and we are a team. Uh, but she went in faith on her own without a whole crowd around her. And so you can stand on the word of God, and God will move on your behalf. Doesn't mean that God won't move uh, if your spouse is standing with you. We're not talking about that. We're just bringing out the point that she went on her own, and there was nobody with her, but she stood on the word of God, and she went. And so, therefore, God is encouraging us today to stand on the word of God. Uh, uh, my, my husband is my authority, and so as my authority, I believe that God will honor his prayer and honor his faith uh, because, of he, because he is my authority. And so uh, he's the authority of our girls. And so as we stand on the word of God, uh, divinely aligned with God's heart and his mind, God is going to move on his behalf. And so God will also move on my behalf because I'm submitted under my husband's authority. And as as I speak and pray the word of God, being divinely aligned with God, being in purpose and the will of God, as I speak and decree and declare the word of God, then God will move. And so as you speak and decree and declare the word of God, First of all, divinely aligned with the will of God. You're not out of the will of God, but you're in the will of God. And so, therefore, you're, be, you're doing those things that brings glory and honor to God. You, you're submitted to God. You're submitted to your authority. You're obedient to God. Obedient to God. You, you're doing what God is asking you to do. And so, therefore, you have the right to go to God and ask God, just like the persistent widow here in this parable, and God will move Immediately and avenge you of your adversary, uh, wherever that adversary may be in your life, God will avenge you when you're in the will of God and you're speaking and decreeing and declaring the will of God. Notice what Joshua, uh, the first chapter, verse 6 and verse 9 says. Uh, the, the scripture says that uh, in the first verse that it was God that told Joshua to be strong and of a good courage. So in verse 6 it says, be strong and of good courage. Be what? Strong and of good courage. In other words, have mental and moral strength to persevere, Joshua. So that's what God is speaking to us today. Have mental and moral strength to persevere. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land. And then in verse 9 he says, Have not I commanded to be strong and of a good courage? Be what? Strong and of a good courage. Have that mental and moral strength to persevere without danger, fear, or difficulties. And then he says in verse 18, Whosoever he be that doeth rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken unto thy words and all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of a good courage. And so we're just showing you in the scriptures, in the word of God, how God, in more than one place, God said be strong and of a good courage. Courage, and then in Joshua tenth uh, chapter, and verse twenty-five, and Joshua said unto them, Fear not, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. Don't fear, don't be dismayed, but be strong and of a good courage. Then it says in Second Samuel ten and twelve, Be of good courage, and let us not play the play the uh, the men for our people, but be strong 
and of good courage. First Chronicles 19 and 13, be of good courage and let us behave ourselves violently for our people. Be strong and of good courage. Then he says in First Chronicles 22 and 13, then thou shalt prosper if thou takest heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments. Uh, be strong and of a good courage. Be strong and of good courage. And then in First Chronicles 28 and 20, David said to Solomon his son, be strong and of good courage. So, so God is speaking to you today. Be strong. Be of good courage. Have mental fortitude. Be mentally fortified. Be strengthened to persevere in your mind. That's where it begins, in your mind. The battle always begins uh, in your mind. Uh, uh, the battle is won or lost in your mind. The battle is always there. So be strong in your mind. Be of good courage in your mind. And go forth with God, what God has put in, put in your heart to do. Because why? God is with you. Amen? God is with you and I um, today. Here's something else concerning the parable, concerning the, the uh, persistent widow. She revealed that she was a woman who had determination. In other words, she resolved in her mind that the judge could help her. That's why she went. So that's why you and I pray to God, and we keep on praying, we keep on praying, we keep on war, we keep on battling. We, there may be times where God will lead you in prayer of thanksgiving, and all you're doing is thanking God for the victory. You're thanking him for household salvation. You're thanking him that today is your payday. You're thank, thanking him that you're in your due season and your set time. You're thanking him for bringing salvation to your husband, to your spouse, to your wife. You're thanking him for bringing salvation on your job and saving your boss. You're thanking him for moving concerning your finances. You've been faithful and paying your tithes and giving your offerings. You've been giving also your priestly seed. And so you've been faithful unto the Most High God. You have not quit on God. You have not missed uh, being faithful and being obedient to the word of the God. And so therefore you're thanking him. There may be times and seasons where God will lead you in praising him. And so all you're doing is just praising him. There may be times where God will lead you in just worshiping him. And so all you're doing is worshiping him. So let God lead you the different ways that he will lead you because you're acknowledging him. And so in his presence, uh, uh, weeping may endure for night, but joy comes in the morning. And in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. So let's continue to stay in his presence uh, because why? There's fullness of joy. And you want to show that you are a woman who is determined. You are a man who is determined. You have determination because why? Only God can make the difference in your situation. Only God can uh, take what the devil meant for evil and turn it around and work it out for your good. Uh, so you've already determined that. That's the reason why you're going to God. You've already made that determination. It says here in First Thessalonians, the second chapter in verse 2, it says, But even after that we had suffered before and were shamefully entreated, as you know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you. In other words, we were determined in our God to speak. Speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. In other words, though the situation may be difficult, we're still determined, we're still bold to approach you and to speak the word of God. In other words, determination is having that boldness. You're bold as you approach God. You're bold in your situation because you know your God has already turned the situation around for you. There is a payday as you stand on the word of God. 
also what this woman of God revealed, um, this uh, persistent widow, she revealed that she could pers uh, persevere. She revealed that she persevered no matter how long she had to keep going to the judge, she persevered. Have you revealed to God that you can persevere? Have you come to the point that no matter how long you got to pray, no matter how long you got to fast, no matter how long you got to continue to work in these conditions, no matter how long you got to keep on uh, coming home to these kind of conditions, no matter how long you got to keep uh, hearing uh, uh, the, the situation is not favorable for you, but you know that God has already moved on your behalf. So you persevere. You persist. Perseverance is to persist in a state or undertaking in spite of the counter-influences, in spite of the opposition, or in spite of the discouragement. And how many times have the enemy tried to cause us to feel discouraged because of our situation? How many times has the enemy tried to cause us to feel discouraged because of the opposition? Things were not going the way we thought they were uh, going. Can you imagine um, Joseph? When he was sold by his brothers, uh, his brothers uh, sold him. And, and so can you imagine how uh, probably discouragement tried to set in? Then he was put in jail. Uh, um, and so discouragement probably tried to set in. And, and he probably had to keep encouraging himself, uh, knowing that one day the situation was going to change, knowing that one day God was going to work it out for him and it was gonna, he was going to see it. It was going to manifest. Uh, and so therefore he had to uh, remain safe. So he had to remain loyal, and, and, and maybe there's somebody that's listening or may listen later on, and that's your situation. But you have to believe and know the first thing concerning this persistent uh, widow was that she was a woman of faith. She displayed that she could persevere. She displayed uh, that she was going to stand on the word of God. She displayed that she had courage. She had boldness. She had determination. And nothing, this situation, nothing this judge probably could say that would cause her to turn around. You know, I know you're the one. You may try to act like you're not the one, but I know you're the one. So we know that our God is a God of all gods, and there's no God that's greater than our Lord and Savior. There's no God that's greater than our God, and so therefore we go to him because we know God has already given us the victory. Amen? We know that God has already called us to be a conqueror. Nay, in all these things, the scripture lets us know, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. And all what things? All the previous things that the scripture talks about in verses 7 through there, uh, verse 30, I believe it's verse 35. 36 and 37 and 38 and all these things we are more than conquerors so we know that God has already given us the victory and we have already persevered and so therefore in, count of, uh, in spite of the opposition in spite of what is said in spite of what is done we will stand on the word of God Ephesians the 6th chapter and verse 17 says and take the helmet of salvation when you put on the whole armor of God Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, praying how? In the Spirit, praying always with all prayer and supplication and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given unto me. All I want you to focus on is verse 18, praying always, praying always, praying always. In other words, praying and not turning to coward, praying and not quitting, praying and not losing heart and not fainting because we will reap if we faint not. You will reap 
if you faint not. So don't allow your situation to cause you to faint. Don't allow the circumstances to cause you to faint. God has already brought us into our due season and our set time. So we labor to enter into that rest, like the book of Hebrews tells us. I believe it's in the fourth chapter. We labor to enter into the rest of God. Uh, It says the children of Israel did not receive the promises. Uh, And so they are our example. So we don't want to find ourselves in the same situation, in the same uh, way that they were. They didn't have faith. It wasn't mixed. The word wasn't mixed with faith. And so, therefore, we want to allow the word to be mixed with faith. And that God will cause us to endure. God will cause us to be determined. God will cause us to have that boldness. God will cause us to have that courage. And we will stand on the word of God. We will be persistent because we will persevere because we know God has already done it. And, therefore, we're displaying our faith. We're showing God that we have faith in his word and our focus is God our focus is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ God has already done it for you and I and so therefore we hold on to the word of God it says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and notice it says it also says and watching thereunto with all perseverance watching with all perseverance watching with all mental and moral strength and supplication we're watching because we know that we're persevering because God has already done it for you and I. Hebrews 11 chapter verse 27 says, by faith he left Egypt not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. He saw what? Him who is invisible. He saw God. Do you see God in your situation? Can you see God in spite of what you're hearing from your spouse who says, I don't want to go to church, don't, don't say nothing else to me, uh, but God has already promised us household salvation, so we, we see him who is invisible because we got that word <laughs> that we're holding on to and we're embracing. So it says he, he saw him who is invisible, and so that's what you and I have to do. We have to see him who is invisible, not fearing what is happening, not fearing man, not focusing on man, but fearing God, fearing the one who is invisible. Verse uh, James, the fifth chapter, and verse 11 says, As you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered. Those who have persevered, James said, we count them blessed. So if you have persevered, you're blessed. You're counted among the ones that's considered blessed. It says, you've heard of Job's perseverance. And I've seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and full of mercy. Aren't you glad that God is full of compassion and mercy? And that in our ignorance that God forgave us, he still had compassion on us. He still extended his mercy, his great mercy unto us. And he still has blessed us and given us a payday. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that you have a payday? And see, everybody will be paid, but you want to be paid with the blessings that God has for you. (laughs) Everybody will get paid, but will you get the full benefits? You know, when you're absent sometimes on your job, and remember when you first start a job and you have that probation period, and during that probation period, they're looking at your faithfulness. They're looking at you being on time. They're looking at your loyalty. They're looking at your commitment. They're looking at your attitude. They're looking at your disposition. Because why? They're trying to still determine, will you continue on this job 
to permanency. See, probation, you're still in that time where they can still say, you know what, we, we change our mind. We, we don't see what we're looking for in you. So maybe it's in the next person. So we, we're willing to give that next person. We're willing to lose out, uh, uh, you know, for this company, but we, we need to find the right person that will fit, the right person that will be committed, the right person that will be faithful, the right person that will be loyal, the right person that will be dedicated. We need to see someone with the passion for this company. Because why? We want you, we're hiring you so you can produce for this company. So will you be the one that will produce? That's what they're looking for. And so think about it. That's what God is looking for. God is looking for you to show yourself uh, uh, faithful. God is looking for you to show yourself committed. God is looking for you to show yourself that you believe him. So if you believe God, guess what? You will persevere because you know you will have a payday. And going back to what I was saying earlier concerning the job, do uh, everybody have a payday? You know, there are some people who who will not uh, work the full 40 hours but still expect to get 40 hours of pay. <laughs> well, sometimes that doesn't always happen. But God has extended his compassion and his mercy, and thank God that God is willing to give you and I a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance. He's willing to give us another chance. He's willing to give you another chance. He said, this time, I want you to remain faithful. This time, I want you to believe me. This time, I want you to persevere. This time, I want you to stand on my word and have that determination. Be bold. Have the courage. Persevere in this situation. And I will give you another chance. I will extend my compassion. I will extend my great mercy unto you. Aren't you glad about it? All of us can, can put our hands up and say, thank you, Lord, because God extended his mercy on us. And God get, uh, had compassion on us. And he gave us another chance. So, so we are blessed because we persevered. It says, you've heard of Job's perseverance and seen what the Lord finally brought about, how Job had to persevere when Job uh, was at a loss there and he lost, he lost so much. But aren't you glad that we never lose out in God, that God is in the business of restoration, that God will restore all the years, all the months, all the minutes, all the hours. <laughs> God will restore everything that you think you lost. And guess what? God is going to restore in better quality and quantity. And you may think that you lost uh, $100. And God said, but guess what? I'm getting ready to restore to you of $200. I'm getting ready to restore $500. I'm getting ready to restore. You have a payday. So praise God that God is in the business of restoration. None of us would be here if God was not in the business of restoration. <laughs> there would not be a blog talk radio where somebody would be speaking on it because none of us uh, would be here. But thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his compassion that God had for us. So when Joel persevered, then God restored. But God restored, and we've heard it before, God restored when Joel prayed for his friends in the book of uh, Job, the 42nd chapter there. When Joel prayed for his friends, uh, the latter days of Job was blessed greater than his former days. And God spoke to us, and God said, the latter of the, uh, the my glory in this latter house will be greater than the glory in the former house. Hallelujah. So God knows exactly what he's doing. That payday is here. Today may be the day that God pay you back. Today may be the day when you go on your job that God pay you back. It depends on the time that you're listening. 
Uh, so today may be the day that you receive that bonus. Today may be the day that you receive that, that extra pay in your paycheck. Today may be the day that you receive that increase. Today may be the day that your, your spouse will give their life to the Lord. Today may be the day that God turned things around concerning your children. Today may be the day that God began to move upon your boss. And they come to you and say, you know what? I'm so sorry for the way that I've been treating you. And only God can turn a heart like that. So you know what? Uh, you know, when I went to sleep last night, as a matter of fact, I didn't even sleep last night. I just kept turning and tossing and turning because everywhere I turned, I kept seeing your face. I kept seeing your face. So I just wanted to come to you today and let you know that I'm so sorry. And you remember that raise that we promised you in the uh, last year in the month of uh, October and you never received it? Guess what? When you get your check on this Friday, I know Friday is two days from now. But we, when you, you receive your check, you're going to have that bonus that we promised. And it's going to be retroactive. Since you should have received it in October, we're going to pay you. How many pay periods is that? Eight? Okay, well, you're going to have it eight times. Because God says today is a new beginning for you. Because you persevered and you stood on the word of God. You had bonus. You had courage. And you believed God. And you came to me. You didn't go to nobody else. But you came to me. And you kept your eyes on me. See, they meant it for evil. That's what Joseph told his brothers. You meant it for evil. After their father died in the book of Genesis, the 50th chapter, Joseph said his brothers got scared because they saw that Joseph was about to do something to them because uh, their father had died, and Joseph said, you know what? You don't have to be afraid. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. So God used you to bring me to this place. You were only an instrument that God used. <laughs> and so Joseph said, you know, uh, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. Yes, it was hard. It was unbearable. Yes, it was a rough situation. There were many nights I did not sleep. I couldn't believe that my own flesh and blood would do that to me. But don't worry about it. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. Look how God turned it around. So, no, I'm not going to do any harm to you. I'm getting ready to bless you. Isn't that awesome how God can use you? The same person that did you wrong, that was, a, you know, that, that was like an enemy to you, God will turn things around and cause them to come humbly before you and bow down to you, making your enemies your footstool, and then God will cause you to be a blessing to them. Isn't that awesome how God can turn that thing around? <laughs> and that's only when our faith is in God and our trust is in God. And we persevere and we keep on going just like this persistent widow. And we do not allow this situation to change us. We don't allow this situation to cause us to become bitter, but we become better. We're not a victim. We are victorious. Amen. And so our focus is in the Lord Jesus Christ, and we keep our eyes on him. And so we keep on uh, praying to him. We keep on asking. We keep on knocking. You know, Scripture says uh, in the book of Matthew, the seventh chapter, uh, talks about how we, we, we ask and it shall be uh, given unto us. Why? Because we keep our eyes on God. And therefore, our faith is in God. And we're not, we're not uh, looking at what he said, what she said, what he did, what, what she did. No, 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 no. We're focusing on God. Only God can take a negative and make it a positive. Only God can take a situation that seems like it's black as night, <laughs> and only God can bring the light. And the light is Jesus Christ. 
The light is Jesus Christ. God is in the business of restoration. And we need to see God. We need to focus on God. And God is looking for your faithfulness because God has already answered you. We're already in our due season and our set time. So God has already answered you. And God wants to give you your request. Just like God gave the persistent widow her request, God wants to give you your request. Just like Jabez. Remember uh, uh, in the book of, I believe it's the First Chronicles, uh, uh, Jabez, he prayed unto the Most High God and said, Lord, bless me. I believe that if we pray that same prayer, that God is waiting for us to pray that prayer and to release that word. And God has already uh, had the blessings already in store for us. He's just waiting on us. <laughs> and as we, he has the blessings in store for us, then God will manifest in our lives. And, and, and think about it like this. God is the one that put the desire in our heart. You know, Scripture says in Psalms 37 and verse 4, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desire. So when you delight in God, when you find joy in God, in your relationship with God, in spite of your situation, you find joy in God. You find comfort in God. You find delight in God. You find pleasure in God, in your relationship with God. You come, you look forward to those times where you're, you're spending time reading his word and he's speaking to you. You look forward to those times where you're having uh, prayer time and it's just you and God and you're praying and you're talking to God and then you get quiet and then he begins to commune and speak back to you. You look forward to those times. What are you doing? You're delighting in God. And when you delight in him, he gives you your heart's desire. He put his desire in you and you think it's you, but it's really God putting his desire in you, and then you begin to pray to him, his desire that he already had uh, in mind concerning you all alone. He just put it in you. Isn't that awesome how God did that? And that shows how much God loves us. That shows how much God is concerned about us. But here uh, in First Chronicles, the fourth chapter, the Lord just put this in my spirit, uh, the fourth chapter in verse 10, it says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. And that's what God is doing for you and I this year. We're going to see the blessings of God. We're going to see how God is going to bless us. We're going to see how God will manifest in our marriage. We're going to see how God will manifest in our families. We're going to see how God will manifest in the lives of our children. We're going to see how God will manifest on our jobs. We're going to see how God will manifest in our finances. We're going to see how God will manifest in our employers if our focus is on God. Talk less and praise more. Talk less about the situation and worship God more concerning the situation. Worship him for moving on your behalf. Praise him for moving on your behalf. Praise him for bringing salvation to your spouse. Praise him for bringing salvation to your children. Praise him and bless him and honor him and love on God. He loves when we love on him. He adores it when we love on him because he wants to love back on us. He's already proven his love to us, but he loves him when we love him. And it says, Jabez said, he called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you will bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. God is getting ready to enlarge your territories, uh, saints of the Most High God. God is getting ready to enlarge your territories. He's enlarging and expanding your territories. He's giving you houses that you didn't have to uh, work a long time for. He's giving you land that you didn't have to look for. It didn't take you a year 
to find the land. God has called you to change addresses. Why? It's already in store for you. God is just waiting on you and I to praise him for it and to worship him for it. He says he's going to enlarge your territories. He's going to enlarge your capacity. He's enlarging your bank accounts. He's enlarging your family. He's enlarging your marriage. He's enlarging your children. He's enlarging you on your job. God is enlarging you in your community. He's getting ready to make your name great. If you will receive it, God is opening up the windows of heaven, and he's pouring you out a blessing that you have not room enough to receive. Jabez said that you will enlarge my territory, that your hand will be with me, and that you will keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. In other words, Jabez was named Jabez because his mother said, in pain, she bore him, so she named him Jabez. But Jabez said, don't let that curse fall upon me. No, bless me, God. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be upon me. Keep me from evil. I don't want to cause pain. Don't let me cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. God did what God granted him what he requested. That sounds just like the unjust judge. He granted the persistent widow her request because why? She was persistent. Jabez prayed, and God granted him his request. So will God do that for you and I? Absolutely. Because we believe God. We hold on to the word of God. We stand on the word of God, and we know that God will do it. So here it says in Matthew, the seventh chapter, and verse 7, it says, uh, Keep on asking, and it will be given you. Be persistent like the persistent widow. Keep on asking. Asking, and it will be, not might be, not uh, maybe, um, not mm, I hope so. No, it will be. It will be given unto you. Ask. Keep on asking concerning your spouse. Ask. Keep on asking concerning your children. Ask. Keep on asking concerning your finances. Ask. Keep on asking. And keep on seeking, and you will find. You're going to do what? You will find. In other words, that's faith. You ask. It's going to be given unto you. You keep on seeking, and you will find. You keep on knocking, and it says the door will be open. Now, Amplified Version says keep on knocking reverently, and the door will be open, and the door will be open. The doors are already been open. We saw it demonstrated on watch night. In our watch night service, it was demonstrated. Uh, we The door was open. God reestablished us October the 7th, so God has already given us uh, what is in his heart. God has already manifested uh, for some of us, and so God is going to continue to do it. Believe God. Trust God. Stand on the word of God. Your payday is here. Today is your payday. Today is the immediate. Today is your due season, your set time. God has already released the spirit of Gershom to deliver and set us free. God has already released the spirit of Ephraim and made us fruitful in the land of our suffering. God has already released the spirit of Manasseh. He's caused us to forget the pain of yesterday. Forget the pain of last year. Don't focus on the pain. Focus on God blessing you just like God blessed uh, give and gave the persistent widow her request. God blessed and gave Jabez his request. And so guess what? God will bless and give you your request. You ask, you keep on asking, and it will be given unto you. When my time is, has come to a close, I pray that you were encouraged by the word of God today. I pray that God spoke something to you to empower you and to strengthen you that today is your payday. Be persistent. Be determined. Have courage. Be bold in your request to God. 
knowing that God has already done it for you. Um, remember our prayer line at the end of this month, January 28th, 29th, and the 30th at 5.30 a.m. Again, the number is area code 712-432-3900. The code is 287-381-POUND. The next time you hear us will be on Saturday. You will be hearing Dr. McKenzie for the Master Key, Releasing the Supernatural. Uh, at 12 noon, tell somebody about the broadcast. This has been your host, uh, Prophetess Kathy L. McKenzie. God bless you.